he's, he's like, he's like, I'm walking down this alleyway and I'm going to look over here dramatically. <laughs> That's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> like, oh, Ben Riley. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know what else I love? What's that? Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Pixlet. My name is Kevin. With me, as always, is Phil. And on today's show, we're finishing FNAF, the Twisted Ones. That's right. We're bada finishing bing, it, baby. Yes. Remember when there was an era where we would just, like, kind of just fucking go and be like, I guess we're going to stop here for tonight. And yeah, every, yeah. The books would take however long they took. They took however long they took. Our first ever, I think about the fact that we had five episodes for the first Resident Evil book, which was which is super easy to wrap up in three. Yeah. Um, but we had a lot to say, so <laughs> I think that had something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I think we were, uh, we're kind of just, you know, we're just feeling it out, and then yeah. we we made a we made a ruling. You know, three episodes or less, honey buns. It's gonna have to. You know, you, I remember when you suggested that, and you said you said I think. I, tell me what you think. I think we could get these wrapped up in three episodes for the most part. And I remember being like, "You're you're nuts. You're fucking nuts, Kevin. We can't do this in three. You're crazy." No, and it, and it turns out most of these are three hundred pages long, so it works out fine. Yeah, they, 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 it seems like the on average they're about three hundred pages long. But even the long ones, we've been able to just. We just make the episode longer, and who fuck it? Who yeah. cares? Yeah, like, who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, cyber, for example, Cyberpunk 2077 Ooh. and uh, and Warhammer 40k Fire Warrior, Gabriel uh, Knight. both uh, they were all dense, dense AF books, but we still got through them in three episodes. Oh yeah, because we um, respect your time, ladies and we gentlemen. We respect your time, damn right. Um, even though we would like you to continue listening to us week after week, please. Um, and. I guess we don't respect their time that much because we respect their time enough. You know, we respect your time enough. Yeah. Yeah. We mostly yeah. respect your time. I feel like my face is puffy from Halloween candy. I think I got Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah. Just gotta, just gotta lay you off. A, you, the, need a, you need, you um, need one of those, those cold freezer masks. masks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just kind of just, just, relieve the swelling. Yeah. And start sugar. doing monologues from American Psycho. Too much sugar in the past week. Um, sorry to say. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us diabetics got to look at the, the, the fucking sugar-free candy that makes you shit your, your brains out. Pants. You oh shit your God. pants. No, you can't they, trust they, a fart with that sugar free. You can't. Shit. You can't even come. You can't even. You can't even wish upon a star. It's not. It's. It's all over for you. You know. <laughs> the, you. You. You give that. Oh, it's bad. I. There was. A, there was one I tried recently. Because what they've done is they found some sort of like. Um, it's a naturally sweet but mostly sugar free substance, which is like wax. It's like a wax almost. Sure. And. And so they they've used that for like gummy candies and stuff like that. And it has you'll you'll get the and they 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 like to do it by the bag. They're like a hundred calories, two grams of sugar, 
go crazy, fat boy. Like, they they know who they're yeah. advertising to. And they had ones that were green apple, and I lost my mind because I love green apple candy, and I was so excited. I hadn't seen anything like that in the sugar-free section. And um, I'm halfway through the bag. And it's a modest bag. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a one-sitting bag. But I'm halfway through the bag, and I'm checking out the uh, the background. And it was, uh, uh, I believe, 93% of your daily fiber. Um, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. I mean, it was actually in the 90 something percentile is going to be a shotgun shit. It was, was, I painted the toilet black. It was a nightmare. (laughs) And I've got another bag of them and I've got another, I bought two bags and I got another bag that just been sitting there and I'm just waiting for a day when I've just had too much cheese and I'm all like plugged up. (laughs) You need a balance. It's like. Yeah, it's like light side, dark side fighting in your intestines. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it's like, like I the, chased the, a bottle of gin with half a pot of coffee. It, it just it <laughs> it it is not pleasant. So, so gin gin backs you up. Uh, gin makes you poop. Uh, juniper is a diuretic. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's just just fully. So oh, coffee and gin together. Yeah. Okay. Got anyway. It. Yeah. Cheers, everybody. Glad you guys. Uh, are Cheers. Listening. Glad you're here to listen to to that um, nightmare. You know. Yeah. Join our Patreon, uh, where I will start posting pictures uh, after I have consumed bags of these sugar-free wax candies. Honestly, yeah. I I probably just gotta make a change in terms of how much sugar I eat. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I I just gotta lay off. Gotta lay off the candy, you know. It's, it's it, it really gets you. It's a tough one. It gets you. It's a tough one, uh, and you never feel good after. No, you're like you're you feel good while it's in your mouth, and not even like once you start chewing it, you're yep. like, this is a mistake, and you swallow it, and you're like, this is a mistake. This is an even bigger mistake. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but your hands, your fingers are already uncrinkling the next one. Yeah, yeah. Just like you just like the little. And yeah, like, I can uh, have I can have a I can have a little sugar here and there. Just got to be smart about it and everything. Yeah. And I tell you though, there is no ecstasy greater uh, than eating a full sugar cherry Jolly Rancher, and just and <laughs> because that's the candy you get that afternoon. Yeah. I called that candy horrible names, just terrible, terrible things. Uh, that would alienate and excite many of our listeners, and uh, it was it it, and it's because I can't have it otherwise. So it, it really does make the uh, you know, uh, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder kind of aspect of it. Yeah, no, real. I get it, I get it, I get it. But sugar, uh, sugar's so a, a monster. It'll it'll get get its goddamn hooks into you. Yeah, it will get your hooks and get its hooks into you. So it's yeah. you know, um. So 2024, that's my that's my year. This is my my year of of actually I'm announcing it on the podcast. Oh, this is, so we can hold you accountable. This is the year that Kevin learn like gets in shape enough to go upstairs without getting winded. Oh boy, yeah, one day. <laughs> I'm right there with you one day. This is the this is the year where I stop being in pain because I slept slightly awkwardly. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. maybe do some yoga, maybe stretch it out, get these yeah. get these limbs a little bit looser. Yeah, you know, just yeah, stretch it out a little. Yeah, I, 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 I respect that. I think that's great. Yeah, that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, you know what else is a great idea? What's that? 
We already did the intro. We did that. We did that already. Yeah, we did that already. But finishing this book is a great idea. It is a great Um, idea, actually, for a lot of reasons. (laughs) So we're going to put the body in the marsh. Let's do it. When I tell you to dump a body in the marsh, you dump them in the marsh. Uh, We start with chapter 11. And uh, Clay and John rush off to find Charlie and drive to a nearby field, predicting where the animatronics went. And uh, Jessica shows up and points out that if the animatronics already have Charlie, they wouldn't be going in that direction anymore. And you know what, Jessica, you're spot on. She earned her keep. She earned her keep with that one. Did not see that coming. Did not see that coming. She's like, Mm -mm. guys, you're an idiot. And they're like, oh, yeah. So they were like, Clay is like, uh, we'll do a perimeter. And at this point, I'm like writing in the margin of the book and be like, God, Clay, what if you just had a, a local police force that could do something like that? <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy, Clay? Wouldn't that be nuts? I kept expecting there to be at some point in this book where he had to like, you know, come clean and be like, I'm not a cop anymore. I got I got not a cop going. anymore. I, yeah. Uh, Shot a teenager and they they said cop for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically the the plot from uh, I shot a kid. Yeah. He had a a gun. It was dark. I couldn't see. Yeah. Yeah. That Um, would be, but that would run the risk of being more interesting. We got to, we got to watch that. that, (laughs) You got to watch that. Can't, can't imagine Clay as Al Powell. Um, No. Truly cannot. No. (laughs) Truly. Uh, Reginald Val Johnson, he is not. Mm -mm. Um, Anyway, Reginald Val Johnson is losing his mind uh, dealing with these animatronics. And uh, 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 they're all going to, they're like, all right, no, we're not going to do the perimeter thing. We're going to go to, go back to my, my, uh, my house. So he's, Clay, this this middle-aged man, is taking teenagers back to his house. Mm-hmm. Um, stranger danger. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, John has the plan to ask the animatronics, the old animatronics. And Clay was like, great, because I have them in my basement. And everybody's like, excuse me? I and he's like, beg your pardon? They get at Clay's house, and Clay is like, all right, here's the thing. Betty left me because I had the animatronics in the basement, and I spent every night sleeping in front of the basement door in case they came out of the basement. Which is... And so she left. And I'm like, well, I understand why she left then. Yeah. Because... On her side, as it turns out. You have, like, an evidence locker. Yeah. You are a cop. I can't believe we have to keep repeating this. We have to remind you of this. That, yeah. You know. So she left, never came back. Uh, they go downstairs to see the animatronics, and eventually John is able to get them to respond. Uh, but they begin to make wild movements and just gesticulations, and the group scuttles back upstairs. Yeah. Um, and they hide from the animatronics as they come up and burst through the basement door, and then they follow their tracks outside and into the woods. Yes. Oh, boy. Here we Uh, go. Here we go. Chapter 12. Charlie wakes up inside of the Freddy that ate her as it is walking. She doesn't know where it's going, but she's trying not to be careful to make the spring locks go off. Yeah. Uh, Suddenly, the eyes of the Freddy rotate 
into its own skull and looks down its body at Charlie, which is a terrifying it's, uh, it's image. some metal shit there. That's <laughs> pretty fucking cool. <laughs> that causes Charlie to scream and move, and she triggers one of the spring traps, and it goes into her and, like, breaks her rib. Yeah. Um, the... Uh, we cut to the gang is running through the woods, but they have lost the trail until so, it looks like a Freddy beckons them to follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut back to Charlie inside the suit. Uh, it seems to be burying itself again, and the dirt is starting to fill the inside of it as it falls through the gaps in the suit. Uh, Charlie carefully extracts her arms from being caught in the spring traps. And after some very slow, intense moments, she gets out of the body and out of the hole and examines her injuries only to realize that she is at a Fazbear's pizzeria. Mm -hmm. She hears the voice somewhere in the place and realizes that this isn't the same Freddy Fazbear's. It's never been used. And she well, follows she, the she, voice. She, she notices that the, the colors of the, uh, of right. the tablecloths are off. <laughs> The colors of the tablecloth are off, and there's no burn in on the arcade machines. Yeah, yeah. Like they're brand the, new. The, brand new. They're brand new. They've just been sitting there. Um, so she follows the voice and uh, sees Balloon Boy, um, and she also seems to be exhibiting some concussion-like symptoms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not <laughs> then, doing great. She's not doing great. And then there's no. all these voices sounding like children, uh, as she runs back to the carousel and after moments uh, runs into another room and it's filled with lifeless animatronics. And then she's attacked by the Freddy, the same Freddy as before that just ate her. It just tra- tries eating her again. And she tries to pull herself onto a pinball machine, but it gives way. And then John, Jessica, and Clay arrive. They see uh, the children swarming. Jessica and Charlie realizes it's the light's the lights are making the disorienting sounds, the hallucinogenic sound, and Clay shoots out the lights and the illusions go away. Mm-hmm. They need to get out. Uh, one thing I forgot to note, but it comes up later. While Charlie is walking around, she inadvertently knocks over a gas canister into yeah. a, uh, a like a waterfall lake area. So gas, there's gasoline in the water. Pin That's that going to come up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chapter 13. Charlie and the gang catch up uh, when the Freddy with the unhinged jaw bursts through the closet door and comes after them. Clay says to run, but then Jessica points out that these aren't possessed robots. There's no children inside of them. Just shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking so kill them. Clay puts four bullets into it before it goes down. Uh, the chip was destroyed and made the illusion fall apart. Um, each, Basically, each of the twisted ones has a chip inside of it that makes it look the part of an actual mm-hmm. animatronic. But without the illusion, it's just like this weird, like, thing. It's the way it's described. It made me it made me think of like the robots and iRobot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a little it's, bit. Yeah. It, it, it's they're kind of plain looking. Yeah. Um, it's like a real uncanny valley kind of aspect yeah. to him. Yeah. Uh, Clay shoots at, bo- at a uh, Bonnie that is approaching and a wolf uh, animatronic that is in the perimeter, but he runs out of bullets. Uh, Charlie screams, why did you bring me here to them? 
And then Dave <laughs> slash William Afton reveals himself as the one in charge. And he says, now call me Springtrap. And Which? I have to say, so the ending of this book is, is not bad. No, but it has no. one fatal flaw, which is Jessica and Charlie found his body and did and called zero authorities. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you couldn't even get a goddamn coroner out there. This is your fault. Like <laughs> this is kind of your fault. Uh, yeah, he like monologues about how he was trapped in that storage room, and then when they found him, they got him out, and now he can move around freely instead of just moving around and like looking through the eyes of the of the things that he is somehow psychic psychically attached to. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of like it's like sci-fi and metaphysical mumbo jumbo bullshit. Yeah. That is mostly like, don't worry about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, just don't, 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 like, don't worry your pretty little head over it too hard. This is, don't, this, don't just, think too hard, please. Just, just come with us on this one. I, the, the, uh, the description of him is pretty brutal too. He is, he is yeah. rotting. Uh, there is careful uh, attention paid to the gel of his eyes going bad basically like like just the right. jelly and it's it's fucking gross it's I, I was i was like that's a little hard for a for ya book like that's yeah I, I that was is impressed. hard what are we classifying him as is he a revenant or a yeah some sort of revenant zombo with the with a consciousness i suppose lich is he a lich not a not a lich, because uh, I well oh, maybe maybe hold on hold on kind of a punk ass lich, yeah like a lich, what a lich would be in the modern <laughs> world <laughs> yeah not that scary but terrible at the same time because he also like had mental control over the kids yeah spirits inside the robots. And these these robots don't have anybody in them. They're just he's just controlling them with his mind. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That, yeah, I could I could see that argument. Kind of a modern lich sort of thing. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, not cyberpunk lich, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, but I, I know where your head's at, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Cyber YA lich. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like that. Okay. 16-bit lich. I like it. 16-bit lich. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, after the monologue, uh, Clay reveals that he had one more bullet. And I'm like, uh, um, it, what is what kind of gun is Clay using? I don't... I, is it ever described? I had it in my head as some sort of revolver, but... Right. So just, he shoots... He shoots four times, mm -hmm. and then three, and then one more. So that's eight. Yes, it must be. It yeah, it must be something with a magazine or something like that. Yeah, um, it's got to have a magazine. But then, when the, I guess a magazine of seven with one in the chamber. I don't mm -hmm. know, man. Um, 
But why doesn't gonna, he have another magazine? I'm going to refer to what you just said about the, 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 the Zambo aspect of it. Just like, just go with it, baby. Just, just go, go with it. it. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's... Yeah. Um, because, like, <laughs> I don't know. I So the thing is, ever since watching, uh, do you ever watch Archer? Yeah, sure. Okay. One of the things about Archer as a character is that he always points out how many rounds other people have fired. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, like, that's true. He, he does, yeah. He's like, that gun's this gun, and it, it only carries, like, the magazine only carries X number of bullets, and you've fired this many. And because of that, I, like, think about things like that. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> he's always aware of how many shots have been fired. Right, right. <laughs> That is such a that is such an action movie thing too. Like they even did that in the uh, in the Dark Knight, I think, uh, the very beginning with the Joker and the bank heist and stuff like that. They that is such a counting, yeah, yeah, yeah. counting Sorry, the bullets. I just completely lost train of thought there. Counting it's such the... a counting, <sighs> the... and then the uh, the fake sugar that you've been eating, yeah, uh, just... starts starts coming out. Yeah, it just lifts me off of the ground with its force. See, the moment we start talking about me shitting myself, I gain all traction again. I, I, I just, I'm right back in the game. He's back, baby. I'm back, baby. <laughs> um, what is my life? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, what what happens? Where what? Where the fuck are my notes? All right. So Clay is like, I got one more bullet, and he shoots yeah. Springtrap. And uh, that knocks him down and tells the kids to run. Uh, they get to the other side of a waterfall, thinking the animatronics wouldn't be able to cross the water, but they can because totally Afton, <laughs> Afton, I guess, was a better inventor. Uh, he it insinuates, certainly implied, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Clay, so once the, uh, the animatronics are in the water, Clay lights the water on fire because of earlier when Charlie accidentally knocked gasoline into the water. Yeah. And the animatronics catch on fire and begin to burn and melt and all that shit. Yeah. Um, Springtrap is like uh, basically Skeletor's on out of there. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, you really does. You can hear the sound. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charlie gives chase. Uh, they're in a cave now, like a fake cave that's in there, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and there's all sorts of weird shapes and monsters. And Charlie realizes it's another transmitter giving her hallucinations. Uh, outside the cave, the gang is looking for another way into the cavern. Uh, when the twisted Freddy comes back and the melted Bonnie and Wolf stand up, their electronics are exposed but intact. And Clay has no more bullets. This time for real. This time for real. Um, meanwhile, Charlie is in the cave and is distracted by some glowing mushrooms that happen to be real. And then Springtrap grabs her by the neck and begins crushing her windpipe. But she manages to like kick and wriggle free. And she's like, I've been doing sit-ups, bitch. Yeah, she literally says that. Not bitch, but you know, yeah, the rest of it. Just We've all got secrets. Mine is that I've been working out. Like, it's okay. I didn't realize that. I, I knew that in the world it was the mid-90s. I didn't know that uh, the book was also written in the mid-90s. So, good to know. Um, the three outsiders surrounded, and it looks like curtains for them. And then the real Foxy, Chica, and Bonnie come in and save the day. Uh, and 
destroy the shit out of the Afton robots and then yep. slink away into the shadows. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. What the fuck? Okay. Sure. Sure. Uh, Charlie's running down the passage as Springtrap gives chase. She finds a metal spike in the ground and then stabs him in the chest, asking him why he took Sammy. Um, and he's like, uh, so the, the gang then runs towards the mouth of the cave and a horde of balloon boys come out to defend it. And then the real Freddy comes, uh, arrives and starts crushing them and attacking them and grabbing them and smashing them together. <laughs> and like, it's it like does. that moment. It's like that moment at the end of Jurassic Park. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you got when raptors jumping all over the T-Rex. They're running away from the raptors and then the T-Rex shows up. Yeah. There's yeah. the roaring and the banners coming down because the building's starting to fall apart. When animatronics ruled the world. <laughs> uh, they run past all that nonsense and enter the cave. Uh, Charlie is pressing Springtrap for answers, and he says he didn't take Sammy. He took Charlie. What? That doesn't make sense. Which is a very sense. vague thing to say, yeah. Vague thing to say. Are we going to find out what that means? Nope. Fuck Meanwhile, no. <laughs> meanwhile read the next book, fucko. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hope, hope you got $12, kid. All right. <laughs> meanwhile, Clay and the team arrive and say that the battle between the animatronics is going to bring the whole place down. <laughs> As they make their escape, they got to keep coaxing Charlie the entire time to come with them. And Charlie is realizing that uh, she starts to realize that this is the basement of the house she grew up in. Mm -hmm. And uh, she finds a door that she has to try to open, but she can't open it. And John's like, Charlie, we got to go. And she's like, uh, but I got to stay and do stuff. And John's like, no, Charlie, I love you. Brings out and the fucking nuclear weapons just like that. Yeah. Damn, John. Charlie's Damn. like, Charlie's like, oh, okay, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll come with you. I guess I'll and, live. <laughs> uh, and she's like, okay. And then too late, motherfucker, because the evil Freddy grabs and tries to kill her. It yeah. pulls her inside of her again and closes around her. Everything is collapsing around them. The whole building's coming down. They try to get her out, and Jessica and John are holding hands um, her hands are like out of the animatronic somewhere. Yeah, just and Clay, um, and like they're holding the hands, and there's like blood running down her her arms and her hands. And Clay has like the cops then show up, yeah. and Clay has the <laughs> awesome. cops uh, drag the other kids away. Um, and Clay is standing over the body. Um the animatronic and John as he's being pulled away, sees a dark haired woman uh, standing over the animatronic with clay. And uh, he notices that Charlie's hands are like limp, dead kind of looking. Um, yeah. Chapter 14 uh, kind of is a wrap up chapter. Basically the dark haired yeah. woman was aunt Jen. Um but they don't really know why she was like, how she got there. Why was she there at that exact time? It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Yeah. They're like trying to unpack what just happened. And are we going to get any answers? No, uh, no, not a single one. 
Not a single one. So Artie shows up. He's like, we're going to start dating. And then uh, uh, maybe not dating, but, you know, she liked me. And John's like, yeah, sure, buddy. We, yeah, I totally believe it, it's, you. It's very, it's very, uh, to bring up uh, the film again, very, uh, the end of The Dark Knight with uh, Bruce Wayne being like, we were going to be together. <laughs> of course you were, Master White. <laughs> of course you Sure were. you were. Sure you <laughs> I'm just going to take this little envelope and throw it in the fire. <laughs> the the letter that says, Bruce, I can't be with you or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be together, Alfred. Some men just wanted to watch the world burn. The Mr. only Wayne. way they could have made that scene better is if Bruce Wayne was like halfway through a bottle of scotch. That would have been fucking sublime. If we could see Christian Bale hammered out of his mind playing Bruce Wayne, I would have paid money. Yeah. I would have loved it. Yeah, and um, then he, and then uh, Michael Caine would have been like, very good, Mr. <laughs> Wayne. And, and, and then Christian Bale would be like, oh, good for you. <laughs> and how was it? <laughs> And how was it? <laughs> You're a oh, nice Jesus. guy. You're a nice guy. <laughs> We're digging up this corpse. We will not let you people forget what Christian Bale did to that man. <laughs> Fuck Christian Bale and everyone who looks like Christian Bale. <laughs> Which is admittedly a pretty small demographic. Very small demographic. Uh, like Michael Fassbender. Yeah, yeah, about Fuck it. Fuck him too. He was yeah, because yeah, he, he was arrested on. He was like charged with uh, battery once. He'd like beat his girlfriend. Oh, I didn't know uh, that shit. Yeah, no, he's a piece of shit. Um, Kevin's here to spill the tea. Hot damn, spilling tea, baby, scalding, scalding hot tea. Um, yeah, I'll look that up and make sure that's that's yeah. An let's uh, thing. let's not get uh, yeah sued yeah. for slander here. Yeah. Um, in print, it's libel. <laughs> yes. That's that's your little tip for the day, guys. It's your tip for the day. In print, I'll it's libel. That. Spoken, it's slander. Print, it's libel. Yeah. Um, I just, re I remember that, def the definition forever because of um, J.K. Simons in oh. um, in Spider-Man 2, I want to say. I think it was, it was like, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, this is slander. Uh, it's not slander, it's preposterous. In print, it's libel. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's a good line. That's a good line. He's so uh, perfect in that part. God damn. Oh, God. Um, so uh, Marla shows up. Sure. Um, yeah. The, okay. She's like, I heard about things. And they're like, "There's a, this is like an indeterminate amount of time after they got pulled out. So I don't know. Yeah. No, they don't really specify. I don't know what's going on. Um, and then uh, there's a cliffhanger as a woman approaches the door of the diner that looks like Charlie, but isn't her. The end. John does his like, that's not her. That's not Charlie. Yeah. I've known Charlie. Biblically. <laughs> She, she lives in the trees. She lives in the trees. In the bush. She's the fucking Lorax. No, I was thinking Vietnam, but still. <laughs> Charlie in the trees. <laughs> she speaks for the trees. She She's speaks Lorax. for the trees. Yeah, yeah. 
And William Afton is figuring on biggering and biggering his load. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> that guy has got one gross load. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is the grossest, <laughs> grossest episode we've ever done. Seriously. Um, <laughs> this, is, this is the most inappropriate we've ever been without a guest. Yeah. Without a guest. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise we usually reserve it for when Jesse Garash is on the show. Uh, yeah, um, if Jesse Garash is on the show, we lose our goddamn cool. I don't know <laughs> why he brings out the worst in us. Jesse, you're here in spirit, baby. I miss you. <laughs> Jesse's alive, by the way. I now realize that the way I said that sounded like it was no, like he's, a rest he's very moment. much yeah. Uh, alive. Yeah, no, Jesse's still with is us. Fine. He's just not here. So here, yeah, just physically be, at the moment. Know, clarify, he's. He's, uh, you know, in the in in Canada still. I yeah. assume. Um, so that's the end of the book. What'd you think, Phil? Uh, I I liked it. I I, I really think that uh, as far as this series of books is concerned, after that first book, they kind of pulled out of an impossible nosedive. You know, it, is this on par with some of our? With with some of the better books we've read in this series, our Halos, you know, and things like that, uh, no. But as far as a YA horror uh, tribute to this really popular franchise, which is kind of difficult to make into a series of novels anyway, when you think about it, right? Uh, not bad, like a real improvement o- over yeah. over the first one. Uh, yeah, and I do yeah. think I stand by that in terms of not just comparing it to the first one. Um, right. I think if the first one was more like this, then we wouldn't have had nearly as much shit to talk. Yeah. I think there is like, I think there's like a little weird, um, my issue with it, it is an improvement over the first one. It's, and it's fine as a book. I think my issue with it is, and it was worse in the first one is like plot coherence and like, like characters being yeah. doing things that don't make sense just for the sake of setting up something later. Like yeah. Yeah. Jessica and Charlie digging up a dead body and then not calling anybody about it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Which just seemed weird and not providing any sort of an excuse for not calling anybody about it. They just leave it. Yeah. No, that's they true. Leave a dead that's body true. out that the cops have been looking for. This is, this is someone else's problem. Admittedly, I'd probably do that. Uh. I mean, I would do that. I I totally get it. I would probably just be like, well, um, you know, it would stand by me. It's based on the concept of. Uh, <laughs> Better go to my robotics class. I am not dealing with this. Hey, do you want to go see a dead body? Um, <laughs> and then, uh you know, it's you and your three best friends go and see a dead body. Um, and because and you, and, have, you, and you grow and you learn something, you grow and you learn something. And like one of your yeah. friends goes off to Vietnam after and dies. Yeah, um, sure, sure. But you don't know that at the time. <laughs> you don't know that at the time, but yeah. your voiceover from the future is does know that. Um, For the record, I do plan on if uh, if uh, I get a chance, if a doctor tells me, like, you've got so long to live, I do plan on that last month spending it in Vietnam so I could die there so you can tell people Phil died in Nam. Okay. I would really – I think that would be a lot of fun. I think people would get a chuckle. Yeah, I appreciate it. And that's how I want to be remembered. I feel like I would yeah. appreciate 
uh, you know, like my, you know, my, my, my podcast partner, he, he died in Nam. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, died in Nam. That's, like, oh. that's like, that's such stolen valor that it almost comes full circle and becomes regular I, it's ass like valor the ho- again. It's like the horseshoe theory of stolen valor, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's almost. Yeah. Can we have your dad on as guest and, and pitch this to him? And see, absolutely see. not under, under no circumstances. <laughs> under no circumstances. <laughs> Can we ask the colonel about stolen valor? <laughs> no, yeah, he'd probably be like, I don't give a fuck. Just, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you went to you went to Desert Storm, whatever. Like I don't care. Oh, a lot God. of fruit salad on your chest for somebody who's never seen combat. Real cool. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> fuck it, man. Going to Vietnam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it, man. Let's go to Vietnam. <laughs> oh, so, God, uh, I love this show. <laughs> <laughs> that will go on a t-shirt. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, in- I don't quite get the inclusion of Marla at the end. I feel like the... I feel that like it was real out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just felt a little out of nowhere. And also one of my, my consistent criticisms of the writing style is that I feel like the, um, like the mind's eye of these, the locations that they're in is not thoroughly described in a way that yeah. totally makes yeah. sense. There's a, fr- like, First of all, there's a fucking Freddy Fazbear's underneath their house. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, wait, what? Like you step back from the like, wait, what? Huh? Why? <laughs> can we can we cover that again? Can we talk? Can we go back? Can we and, go back and, okay, to that? All right. Is that gonna is that part of the next book, which is called the fourth I, closet? I, will, I think I guess. that's part of I think that's part of the uh, the genius of them speeding up the pacing the way they have because it goes by so quickly you don't have time to to go wait that doesn't fucking make sense like it, 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 sure I think that's uh, they did you that cut out a hundred pages you can get away with a little bit more in terms of the absolutely leaps. you can kind of just breeze right by some things and hey listen I'm all fine I'm all for just not explaining shit uh, mm-hmm. most of the time uh, but in in some of these instances, it was just uh, it just threw me for a little bit of a loop. But overall, yeah. no, I get that. Yeah, it's whereas the first book is like in the bottom tier of the things that we've yes. read. This is yes. not. This is definitively not. No. I don't know which tier it is, but it's not in the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is not bottom. This is not. This is this is far from that that level. So that which is great. It's you love to see it. That's you good love to see, to see an so. improvement, folks. We all Absolutely. love an improvement, folks. Good effort. Uh good effort. Yeah. See me after class. See me after the first book the first book was a see me after class and the and Yeah, the, that's true. Yeah, that was the, the truth. This one is class. nice improvement. Um yes. <laughs> C B uh, minus. Absolutely. B minus <laughs> Uh, look at you smelling that wine like it's it's so good. I'm I'm drinking this this bottle from um, uh, Virginia, uh, this winery called Veritas, and it's so fucking good. I've been holding Virginia. on to it for a couple of years. And... Virginia, <laughs> it's lovely shit. Lovely shit. It's lovely. Uh, 
Speaking of lovely, uh, Phil, I only have mm. one more question for you. Okay, shoot. Ooh, what are you playing? Oh, oh, I'm so glad you asked. I actually wrote it down. Um, I, I, well, first and foremost, I thought about the fact that uh, my wife and I are having a son named Graham, and so I went ahead and played through and finished King's Quest V. Beautiful. Because I'm a I'm a sentimental old softy. It is everything you remember about it. It's just as goofy and dorky and fun and cute and also frustrating and insane that anyone should be expected to beat this game without some form of walkthrough. Um, it is absolutely fucking con- coconut bananas that, that anyone... <laughs> beat this game in a time before the discussion board on steam it just makes it's it's insanity so that was very pleasant did sierra have a have a hint line did sierra have a hint line they did they did and i'm sure that was a big part of it um yeah but you know no it was it's 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 so nice it's just a nice pleasant way to spend a few hours i i i love the voice acting i love uh you know, the animation style, the graphics. I, I even love the fact that everyone's got like red skin for some reason. Um, <laughs> it's just a, it's just a lovely little trip down memory lane. Uh, in terms of new stuff that I played, though, I finished a game called The Many Pieces of Mr. Koo. Have you heard of this? I have not. The Many Pieces of Mr. Koo. This is a game. This is another short game. Uh, this is an indie studio. I'm not sure where they're from. They're not from around here. Uh, it is fully animated, uh, so it's it's not Cuphead style, but it's but it's that kind of thing where every frame is animated. It actually reminds me of like uh, Plimpton cartoons, which were big when I was growing up as a kid. There's a very very specific style to them. Oh, um, wow. It's yeah, very really silly, neat. very Looney Tunes-esque, and it's a point-and-click puzzle adventure game that has a very... Uh, it also has, like, a 60s trip fest kind of quality, like Yellow sure. Submarine to it. Yeah. Um, and the story as it is, is you are Mr. Koo, I guess? I'm assuming I'm Mr. Koo. Uh, uh, the little uh, yellow they, they dude. They never really pointed out. Yeah. And uh, you're traveling through these weird situations and about halfway through the game you get cut into three equal parts and the second act of the game is basically you trying to free you as the severed head of Mr. Koo trying to free your upper and lower torso through a series of puzzles and uh, and that kind of thing and uh, and the ending is bizarre and bonkers the whole game is bizarre and bonkers I really enjoyed it uh, it's nuts and i and uh, i found it to uh, it took a couple hours to beat i found it a little expensive for a couple of hours to beat uh like 15 bucks which whatever that's that's all relative sure. i hate even bringing it up but i always do it because that's important um on some level i suppose uh but it's th- you're, you've never played a game like this before yeah it looks interesting it, yeah, yes, it is a puzzle game. Yes, it is a point-and-click game. But I guarantee you, you've never played a game like this before. It I'm was... looking at the that, at some of the screenshots where yeah. it's like mixed media of like photographs and yeah. it looks like yeah. you're... There is, and it's like a very faint memory. And was it during like 
was it just on during on PBS or was it on during Mr. Rogers of like a little cartoon dude and he would be like walking around a cupboard and he would like go on to like a drinking glass or oh, whatever. Yeah. What I the remember fuck that. is that? I tried Googling it a few different ways and I can't find it, but it's just, I, was that on the electric know, company or was it electric company that did those? Or I don't know. I don't, I don't know. But I know I, I I I have a faint memory of it in my head. That is so funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's yeah. It's got a vibe like that, but it's way more like an Eastern European cartoon where it's like, what the fuck is going on half the time? Um, I do not speak your language, uh, but I, I mean, if you're looking for something that is genuinely different, that is that is, uh. If you're looking for something for the craft, for the animation, for the art of it all, uh, I can't recommend it enough. It's it's truly strange. It's a very very strange experience. Uh, the many pieces of Mr. Koo, I I I recommend it. Wild wild stuff. Yeah. If anyone who is listening also remembers that fucking cartoon, yeah. dude. I'm pretty. It, I'm. Uh, I guarantee it was. It was a public television thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either Sesame Street, Mister Rogers, Electric Company, or something, something like that. Yeah. Television cartoon. There's nothing. Yeah, I, 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 I can't. Public television cartoon mixed media. Oh yeah, know. I got nothing here. I'm getting nothing, oh, yeah, and is, it's that's a this tough is, one to search for. Yeah, it is tough to search for. Your anything that you put in there is gonna bring up yeah, irrelevant results. And yeah. oh my god, this is gonna kill me for a while. Hold on. Yeah, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna this is gonna require some some it's, research. So any <clears throat> if any of our, our listeners can reach out to us. Pixelitpod at at gmail.com. That's our our email address, right? Pixelitpod at gmail.com. Yeah, please please send it there. This is the first time in the goddamn show that I'm actually giving you folks the actual email address to reach out to us. I've given so many fake email addresses. It's for this because I can't remember what it was called. I only see have they like I can see it in my head. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what it is or what it's called. Just me oh, we need in to know. front of we a need to know. television in 1988. <laughs> yeah, that is so. Yeah, that is so. Fun. I have the vaguest memory of what you're talking about. Yeah, you're not crazy. I remember this. That's wild. Someone please tell us. We need to know. Please tell us. We need to know. Um, Okay, and that that was aside aside from Mr. Q, is that it? That, that was it. What uh, what have you right. played, Kevin? Um, I am currently playing. Uh, I'm finishing up Alan Wake two. Um, okay. and it might sound like we recorded episodes two and three of this on back to back days. So, um, yeah, yeah, I was finishing up Alan Wake two yesterday. Uh, it's not <laughs> a week of me finishing up Alan Wake two, but in the meantime, I've started playing. RoboCop Rogue City. Tell, take me away. Tell me everything. Okay. I need to know. Peter Weller's back, baby. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. Peter Weller and his 
gorgeous lips are back. Um, my man has 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 these lips that are just like <laughs> you you don't you don't that's the thing about Robocop is the only part of his face you see is his lower jaw and his and you his lips. Those. But you know it's Peter Weller from the goddamn lips. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> expressive, goddammit. You need them there. Um <laughs> so um, it's a lot of fun so far. Like you okay. can tell right off the bat, you can tell it's like, oh yeah, this is, you know, double A as shit. This is the yeah. double A yeah. game through and through. That's what Tayon or whatever the, the gaming company, that's what they make, you know? And I'm fine with it. Um, it has like, it has some like leveling up RPG elements. Uh, the way they do mm -hmm. it is kind of neat because you go out, you do a mission, um, and you get graded, um, on like the oh. things like did you recover all the incriminating evidence at the crime scene uh did all the host did this all the if all the hostages survive for example you get a bonus right if you recover all the evidence you get a bonus etc um that's and cool. then you can use that and put it into points where it's like all right you uh I, you put someone to attack and you get like a smash attack where you can mm -hmm. have like robocop like punch or stomp the ground and it causes like a shock wave and knocks everybody down God, or you can Deus put it into kind of thing yeah it has a little you know what it is it does have it's like if it's deus ex without the imsim elements okay. it's like okay. it's like a stripped down version of deus ex um you could still like you're in at the uh detroit police department you can go around and you talk to other cops and they can be like hey you know Hey Murphy, can you help me with this thing or whatever? Um, or hey Robo, can you help me open my locker? It's stuck, <laughs> you know, shit right. like that. Right. Or it's like, or it's like the line out the front door to report shit is out. It's like out the front door. Uh, can you man the desk for a little bit and like talk to the? And as people come in, um, you talk to them and they ask you things. And like you're given a couple options on how to respond, and it's like you have to serve the public trust. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I am, I am RoboCop. I am here to serve the public trust. And uh, <laughs> so, like doing that might mean a couple different things. Like there's like one time where this guy comes in and he's like, "Hey, there's a bonus on those wanted posters for like turning in a criminal," and he's you're like affirmative. And he's like, all right, well, I'm turning him in. Uh, and you're like, where is he? And it's like, oh, it's me. I'm turning myself in for the bonus, for the, for the, the, the money. And like, you have an option on like how you can respond to him. You could I be mean, like, you know what? Balls. You could be a robot. Uh, you could be like an asshole that. and be like, uh, you're going to jail, scumbag. Or yeah. you can, um, you could be like, you could plead for a reduced sentence. Um, so if you like, if you're nicer as RoboCop and like with still within the narrow perimeter parameters of who RoboCop is supposed to be, if you are yeah. like kind of like nicer about things, it gives you a little bit of a bonus, you know? Okay. Okay. And like I got restoring. Honest, I'm not a huge Ro RoboCop guy, but this sure. sounds fascinating. It's it's a lot of fun, and you could go into like scanner mode. So they okay. call it an anti-movement shooter because he's RoboCop. He doesn't move fast. Right. He just he he moves along at a pace. At a pace, you know. 
He can right. walk and he can walk faster. He doesn't run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no running for him. No. Um, and you could go into like scanner mode. And as you're doing that, like the outlines of all the enemies, like will we'll go. Um, and there's like points you can put into reaction um, where it's like, oh, you can go into slow-mo. So you oh, can like, okay, yeah. so it yeah. slows everything down and you can shoot. And it's like, uh, you get to a certain number of points in reaction. And it's like for every headshot you kill, you get in slow motion, it extends the duration of slow motion. Cool. <laughs> Fucking cool. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Fuck it. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I've been playing, I, I started on hard, um, and that feels like the right balance for it's like uh, under the descriptions it's like if you're used to first person shooters hard is probably going to be the most satisfying one for you okay right um on. and i was like okay yeah that felt pretty balanced you know i had to use the healing items as i went through the first mission so um mm-hmm. yeah no i that's so that's what i've been playing that sounds great i got to check yeah. that out yeah so that'll do it for tonight's episode. Uh, Phil, do you have a website that people should go to? Oh, uh, you're talking about patreon.com slash pixelitpod. You should I sure check am. that out. Yeah, yeah, you should check that out where you can join any number of tiers, including free tier, where you can just be a part of the damn community or you can uh, throw a shekel or two our way and make it so that you get special, exclusive, all-consuming, beautiful change your life bonus content bonus content it's beautiful boner it's content best. boner content hey. we're, we're starting an only fans and <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, check it out pixelit or well, sorry patreon.com slash pixelitpod do it today or go to pixelitpod.com and it'll redirect you right over there bingo bango bongo Bingo, bango, bongo. And that brings us to the show where we thank our patron who is at the highest level. Friendly, friendly friends, friend. thank you for being a friend. Bless your soul, friendly friend. We love you, man. Thank you for being a friend. I didn't sing it last time, but I'm singing it this time. <laughs> dun, dun, your heart dun. is true. You're a friend and a confidant. See? Boom, Come on, boom, people. Boom. Don't you want to be a part of this? Don't you want to be a part and of this? Have your name said. A party. We'll be sway and sing. And invited everyone you knew. We all know it. You it's would true. see the biggest you gift could be a part of this too. Me and the card on top would say thank you for being thank a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Dun, 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 Boom. Dun, dun, and then That's you friendly friend. And then Blanche uh comes on and says uh or is it? Yeah, Blanche Dubois, the horny one. She comes on and says something yeah. uh, about you know having sex with a guy last night. And yeah, she gets all horny. <laughs> and the, and then the old lady tells a story about Sicily. It's it's <laughs> it's genius. Don't fuck with the formula. It's perfect. Don't fuck with the formula. You know, just oh, man. just fire up some golden girls and have yourself an evening. You're gonna have a blast. You're gonna us. have a blast. I guarantee it. You don't have. It holds up. I actually, my wife and I have <laughs> been watching it every now and then. It holds up. It's still fucking it funny. So up. it is fucking yeah. hilarious. 
Yeah, it's a good show. <laughs> it's a good show. Um, uh, relatively progressive for its time, even if they did oh, write off. So. Yeah, they wrote off the gay character almost immediately. Um, yeah, but they actually, tried. I think they tried to kind of make up for that over time. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you know it's Miami in the 1980s. Like, what do you come what on? Are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? You know, what do you think um, you are? Come on, come on. Anyway, that'll do it for tonight's episode. Uh, stay away from the sugar-free candies out there Please. if you don't need to eat them um, because they'll make you poop your pants. It'll it'll hurt you. It'll hurt you. Uh, good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>